This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hi. So today on Vulnerable, I get to speak with actress Lindsay Shaw. She's a good friend, and she was very brave in opening up to me about her sobriety journey. So I'm going to give you a trigger warning on today's episode in that she and I both share some details about our journey with uh, alcohol and with her some drugs. I, I hope you will come along in listening with an open heart and open mind and celebrate with us as we look at where we've come from and where we are now. I'm Christy Carlson Romano, and this is The Vulnerable Podcast. Guys, I am here with my good friend, Lindsay Shaw, and I haven't seen you in a while. I know. And this is really fucking cool. I am so happy. No, I'm too. Because this was originally going to be on Zoom, and then you were like, hey, I'm going to be there. Are you kidding me? I was like, this is so cool that I I actually get to be... This is really healing for me, because I've always wanted to stay in studio, and... You know, having the littles and being in Texas has made it more difficult to be, you know, in studio. Yeah. And I'm so blessed to have this opportunity because I feel like these kinds of conversations are really better to have, you know, in person. Yeah. To catch up with somebody. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is definitely adding a nice mix to like, vulnerable, like the yeah. energy. Yeah. Yeah. I could see the neon light shining right? in your eyes. <laughs> well, that's the other thing, like. I have um, recently started therapy again. Ooh. <laughs> and it's really freaking cool. Yeah. I'm doing it through telehealth. Cool. So it's not in person. Great. Right? I actually do that. Um, I actually see my psychiatrist not in person either. Yeah. yeah. And like you can do it. I feel like if you've been in person therapy before. Yes. I feel like if you're the kind of person that's starting therapy for the first time and you're like, eh, it's, you're probably going to be like, I don't see it. I don't yeah. see what's so helpful. What's up? The and odds it, are against you. Exactly. And then, like, there's something about just right here where, mm. like, it is a difference of, I mean, even that screen, even if you're right like this on a screen with each other, there's just something about, like, hey, I yeah. see your eyes real time. And, yeah. like, you know. You can, you can, you, if you're willing. Over, yeah. That, yeah. So I have started EMDR therapy. Awesome. How is that going? I've heard about it, but you never have. done. So EMDR uh, is a philosophy of being able to cope with trauma, traumatic experiences in your childhood. And it uh, uses a lot of different techniques to be able to process those things. I had been told about it. I had never taken it seriously. Mm -hmm. But when I wanted to start to write a memoir, (gasps) (laughs) I started needing a timeline of events and something about like trying to put pen to paper to all the things you experience as a young actor and everything so much of it has been blocked out. I don't know if you can really, I really want to get into that. <laughs> I, I really, I really can. Okay. Um, the program that I run for sobriety, that's like one of the first things they have you do is like write timeline. out that timeline. How important it is. Oh, 
to like reclaim your fucking brain. Right. <laughs> and and yeah, put boundaries around that time when like you can like no one triggers happen, no one things happened. Otherwise it's like this crazy chaos. Like you can't really connect the dots with no all dots. The brain fog. No dots, no lines. Mm-mm. Just chaos. Exactly. Yeah. And then you see it, you see it, and you're like, all right, I can I can step into this trauma and see like where the patterns were and how that happened and yeah. where it might have started and how that overlapped. I am very new into this timeline stuff. Yeah. So and so the last time I saw you, I think we were we were playing around in the kitchen. Like yeah. we were having fun. I think we were doing some fun YouTube stuff and it was so nice to like be like, oh shit, like Lindsay knows me. She likes me. We get along. Oh my gosh. I love you. I, love I told you, you how much I freaked out. Like you're you like too. my idol. You'll always be like one of the biggest impressions I've told. I've Which said Which is this, so but. silly because we were on shows very similar but at similar times. At similar times. I was a little older. But like I saw like just, just like I said, like your whole like a female having a right to be funny and like through anger almost through that, through that like strong sort of like, mm. da, 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 da. like yeah. that was kind of like, I, I really attached to it. Plus that show was just magic. And so, oh, yeah, you know, it was, yeah. yeah, I haven't watched it in a long time and part of me does want to do like a rewatch thing to it. Mm. So who knows? But yeah, you know, I would definitely rewatch it. Even Steven's anywhere. Like, to, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. on Disney plus. It is. It is. Course. What about Ned? Okay. Ned's it's, um, Nef- no, Disney Plus? What? What is Ned's on? Nickelodeon, right? Yeah. Okay. Nickelodeon, but like Does it's Nickelodeon streaming have again. a streaming thing? No. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure it's Netflix. Okay. Wow, that's horrible. That's okay. That's it is Netflix. It's Netflix. No, but you were right. Okay, I was right. You you were fucking right. I was fucking right. Dude. <laughs> Ned's is on Netflix. Exactly. You get Go mixed watch up it. with all of those. You're over here, over Hulu and dude. YouTube, and what am I doing now? I feel very um, protective over my kids in a way that they have too much content that they could use. Like just, you know, it's like gone are the days where you can like go to Tower Records and enjoy an entire CD of music or just have less less options mm-hmm. for fucking anything, for the yeah. arts, for music. When waiting, just even waiting a week for the next episode. Right. You know what I mean? Like yeah. having a routine and a schedule where like, you know, you build in that time for entertainment as opposed to you just being so inundated with it all the time and having it so available. It like, makes you wonder like the way that people feel about our characters, you know, all your characters you've been portrayed as as well with Pretty Little Liars and like everything. Like are people able to connect with this new wave of young talent that's happening like they did with us? It is very fast moving. It, it is. is. very, very fast moving. And there's also this thing that isn't reflected back, I feel like, in young talent, which is like your age, like age appropriate. You mm. know what I mean? Like that, you, people don't understand how much you shortcut, how much magic you shortcut, but like trying to either cast older to play younger or, or you know, try to be older and all of these TikToks and everything. I'm like mm. best friends with like, not best friends with, I teach these kids now in acting class and you oh, can't yeah. help but to like spill over onto them. But yeah. like, my gosh, you know, it's, it's the, the innocence has gone so much earlier. Yeah, man. It is really shitty. Like yeah. they do a lot of these like funny TikTok ha-has, but it, there's a sadness behind it where they're like, this was me at like 15. Mm-hmm. And now look at the girls now that are 15. And it's like, it's not meant to throw shade on these young girls, but I think it's meant to highlight the fact that that innocence is is kind of lost a lot earlier. Well, yeah, I mean, I, like these girls are a young are a reflection of like the things that we're valuing as a society. Yeah. I mean, we're just kind of like, ooh, we're hitting a real 
polarity on on what we can tolerate. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And so like these young people are are a product of that. And yeah. It, it hurts my heart now that I like grow. I yeah. mean, I can't imagine what it's like to have actual babies. Right. No, exactly. And, and like, I have two girls and I haven't oh. yet dealt with the ramifications of the social media aspect yeah. of it. Like I have a five and a three-year-old and the concept of being social is still extremely organic and real. Right. I will say though that like their connection to like a YouTube video is sometimes a little scary to watch. That like that addiction, that mm -hmm. hook that mm -hmm. it can get in on them mm -hmm. that early in life. Yeah. And that's simply. And for me being sober, I get really nervous about anything that has like a hook into my children. Mm -hmm. So let's get back into what we were talking about with, you know, the Therapy, therapeutics yeah. of EMDR. Cool. Since I last saw you, what journey have you been on? Woo, girl. Do you want to talk about yeah, it? Yeah, okay, I cool. do. I just want to make I sure do. that you're feeling like you're in a safe space and a comfortable place. I am. You are. I feel very safe. I feel very comfortable here. Good. So I'm going to be honest. So I just celebrated one year sober. Hell yeah! Yay! Cheers! The cheers, baby! Shots. Cheers! Shots! Shots of water! Shots! Shots! Shots of latte! And water! And Celsius! Um, yeah. Yes, I freaking love caffeine Oh drinks. my gosh! <laughs> like, I'm not so much on the coffee train, but my goodness! Yes, like, that caffeine water can good hit. Good lord! Caffeine it water. Hits. Caffeine water hard. Um... Anywho, so that happened. Yes, Obviously, does. before that happened, you know, the last relapse was pretty <laughs> much just the worst. Oh, was it? Oh, man. Okay. Oh, my gosh. It's it's the only thing that pushed me, like, I I just had to be done after this. Like, I finally had some love in my life from people that, like, Aww. it just wasn't worth it anymore, you know? But yeah. the biggest part of my sobriety is that I went and I got diagnosed finally. I have had an underlying sort of something going on for a while that I haven't wanted to look at. Okay. Uh, uh, for a long time, I was like, it's part of me being an actor, this drama, this out-of-control emotions. Yes, this, like, girl. Ba 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 like, mm -hmm. you know, it masked it. I was like, I'm great at my craft. You're I like, I'm such a tragic, beautiful princess. <laughs> Turns out I got BPD. Okay. <laughs> so that, like. Long story short. Yeah, long story short. And I, you know, I got, I started to get medicated for that. I started to learn what that was. I started to be able to de-escalate. Um, it's taken me, this whole year, man, has really just been internal healing with my sponsor, doing doing my work, doing I was my gonna, steps, I, doing okay, the program. Okay, okay. I'm sorry to interrupt. I, no. wa I wanted to ask you if you had a sponsor. I do. I do. Can we and talk? Because I don't yeah. have one. And I, I'm i on the verge of potentially looking into that. Um, I'm, I, like I said, I'm currently doing EMDR, and that's really working for me now. I haven't had any relapses, knock on wood, right? Um, so but it's also easy when, you know, I was I got sober because – I got pregnant. Right. And so for me, I was like, oh gosh, like this is a wake up call for me, right? And yeah. then I immediately went into therapy with my partner and my yeah. husband. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And it was like, it was a wake-up call for me, right? Yeah. But, you know, many years of, of sort of being that chaotic 
tragic, beautiful princess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just wanted to be Angelina Jolie so, so bad. bad. So in Gia oh, and, and Girl Interrupted, yes. and I'm just like, oh, the pain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Turns out people don't like to be around that. Yes. <laughs> turns out that's kind of unlovable. <laughs> yeah. It just and turns, so yeah, you get really sick of yourself. There's just nothing. And right. once I got that diagnosis, man. What was that like? Getting the, and can you explain what BPD is? Yes. So BPD, borderline personality disorder, I would say it's just basically a long-term ingrained trauma response. The biggest symptom is that you're so afraid of abandonment and rejection, which I think this is really interesting. Real or perceived. Doesn't have have to be they actually abandon you. Oh, you mean like being a child actor? Just have to actor? be a whisper. Oh, yeah. wait, I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Can we talk about Right? And, and so that's like this constant thing. And so I'm constantly just trying to blow up my space whenever I feel any little piece of anything. Yeah. And I didn't, I didn't know that wasn't normal to continue to have relationships with people in your life. I didn't know that you didn't like, you know what I mean, burn bridges with everybody. I didn't. I feel you. I say I didn't really have a friend or know how to be a friend until I turned 30. Yeah. Like, it's basically not having any idea, sense of self. You blow with the wind. Like, wherever you go, you Mm -hmm. have these constant feelings of self-harm, you know, yeah. uh, even if I you can don't feel suicidal, you, you, that's a lot of the affect you give off. You know what I mean? Like uh-huh. that's sort of like attention victim-y, like yep. it's horrible. Like I, I would- Don't be, beat yourself yeah, up. Yeah, it was- it, I think you're fucking but awesome. But I'm so grateful, like <laughs> thank you, like this, this diagnosis and just more awareness of myself and getting sober, it's the greatest accomplishment I've ever I mean this and it's a continuous one but um, I have been like secretly rooting for you thing I've ever experienced and I've earned yeah. it dude fuck yeah I've you earned have. it this there was one time in this year that I really wanted to whatever and I looked at my binder at work man and just like that was my soul on paper mm-hmm. and I just couldn't start back at day one you know yeah no you can't it's yeah. okay yeah if you <laughs> if you get emotional today yeah. don't even worry no. you can cut out any bit no 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 it's like. real but just as far as a sponsor yo like it's just somebody beside you every day mm-hmm. that is with you through the mundane yeah. and the ordinary. Which they is have, fucking they hard. They have nothing to do with your success. They yeah. have nothing to do with anything. No, they're... They literally just want to know how you are. Yeah. And, and, and they want to meet with you and be like, hey, um, what's your gratitude list like? How are you? Like, I love you. You're, yeah. you're a person and I value you for that. And that's what I love about that program and about her. It's just like... That's just my little like friend who d- who's who's in this precious box who really yeah. doesn't have anything else to do with my life mm-hmm. and can be really unbiased and root for me and I can take I can I can trust her when mm-hmm. I can't trust myself and um, and you can trust the program yeah she has no stake in me other than and then that was the big thing for me is like finding something that didn't have a stake in what I did mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and that's what I found with the this is okay let's unpack the fact that being a, and and also this is oh man there's so much unpack here I'm like so happy to talk to you <laughs> me too seriously I am I feel I'm really it. really happy I feel you so you're you're teaching kids now mm-hmm. okay yes. so there's that's one that's one part of this people yeah. need to understand that who Lindsay and all that Lindsay has gone through to get to this desk today, it's it's a very complex thing. And and you are a living, breathing, like, success story. Whether you define it or not, you are. You're sitting here and you're celebrating that and you're taking it one day at a time. And you're able to say, like, I've worked, I'm working my steps. I, I, I literally have someone to call who I call a sponsor. You know, I'm six years sober and I don't have a sponsor and I really want one and I want to work my steps. Yeah. But things get in the way. So the fact that you're committed to that is is fucking commendable, first of all. I appreciate you. I I, I couldn't have gone more off the rails. Like, it couldn't <laughs> have been more of a scary... I mean, I, I finally reached rock bottom. Like, yeah. that, that's what it was, you know? And, yeah. Rock so bottom grateful. sucks, Rock bottom it? is like... 
oh, <laughs> I thought I was here. You know what they don't tell you? If you don't take to the first rock bottom, there are rock bottoms. Mm-hmm, there <laughs> like, are. You know? So what do you think about with rock bottoms, with the plurals, like as a person who's suffered from multiple rock bottoms? Yeah. So I, I think that you can practice rock bottom more than once. So So you experience it, but sometimes that doesn't take as in like, um, maybe it was like something that wasn't really there. It's, 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 it's insane how fast you can explain away a rock bottom. Sure. Yeah. And, and the next day when you're feeling a little bit better, your nose is feeling better. You mm-hmm. don't feel like you're going to puke or like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Or die from the inside. Like, you're like, that wasn't so bad. And I still have to get this done and da, 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 da. Yeah. You, know? you can and function. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they say, well, that's not truly your rock bottom. I don't think so, man. Like as people who dissociate and whatever, you can totally be in rock bottom and be in some dissociative state like six hours later. I didn't even know about dissociation. So how much does dissociation play into the coping mechanisms of BPD and all that stuff? That is the main uh, coping mechanism of yeah. BPD is to dissociate. That's that's also why the sense of self is so confused because every feeling is like another splinter of yourself. Like you're just oh, constantly like, I call it like like blackouts. It's almost like blackout rage where you don't quite remember what happened. Something is like life and death always. And so I didn't realize... I was doing drugs constantly in my 20s to, I, I think I started to realize. You were self-medicating. I though. started to realize when I was 18, something's wrong. Yeah. And then I did, I would say my entire 20s was a dissociative state. Yeah. I get that. Fuck. <laughs> and it's only a little different than bipolar. The mood swings can happen like zero to 60, like, like terrifying. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And they still happen, but I'm like in therapy for that, and I'm on the med- mountain meds, which are treating me great. Okay. Look at me getting all like flustered right now. Don't I'm get flustered. Yeah, no, you're fucking killing it. But it's, it's just a lot to come back to from, talk dude. About yeah, it. and now that I'm vulnerable and not with <laughs> the drugs, these <laughs> these little clouds fall on you, and these little different things that you're like, why does this bug me so much the next day? Oh wow, this is reminding me of back then and back uh, then and this and that and other. And wow, my you heart's open taps? to those things. Have you learned Mm-mm. taps? That's an EMDR thing. I would I would look into it with your with your uh, therapist. Yeah, yes. yeah, the EMDR stuff. So recently, because of my memoir, I I was told by a few people to to listen to What Happened to You. It's a book by Dr. Bruce Perry and Oprah. And Who? it <laughs> I needed that. Um fucking changed my life. Like it opened up the window, the door, it, it took a sledgehammer to the wall mm. of understanding what dissociation was, understanding what trauma is, childhood trauma, and how we all connect to it as child actors. Yeah. And I, I am curious, though, you know, you did start young. Can we just go back to like, do you think that there's any correlation to anything that you're experiencing now from some of your childhood experiences? I think, I think, I think acting just helped me hide it better. I don't think acting is actually what hurt me. Okay. I, I really think like, yes, that needed to be perfect and that showing up in that constant showmanship. But it was almost like this place that I could put all of that crap that I, I had experienced. I see. I think dissociating started really early for me, like five, five years old, and just not feeling safe from 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 that point, right? And then okay. the, the acting was almost like a home that wasn't broken I see. for me. So you did you have a kind of a hard upbringing then? It, you know, it, yeah. Like, okay. you know, people weren't totally equipped to do their jobs, and okay. it kind of showed, and yeah. I kind of personalized that. Just like, you know, every good kid in 
every every kid everywhere, whatever they take off of their parents. And so yeah. acting just felt so safe, man. Like I felt like I could express all those emotions that I was just so tight-lipped about. Interesting. Um, so it was it was helpful for me. It's when I went home that like everything would 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 fall apart. That's so yeah. interesting to me. Like the acting was a great escape, but I think it also kept me from getting the diagnosis. I think it also okay. kept me from putting up boundaries in my life. I'm an actress. I can live yeah. like a crazy person. Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah, I feel you on that. You know? It's encouraged in some ways. And this is why there's so many different types of like roads that end in certain kinds of addiction or mental health crises or, and you know, there's yeah. a lot of different roads that people who do start young end up going down and they don't hit their bottom and they don't find a way to cope and to manage and to fix that or to live in reality. God damn it. When I, when I read this book, it changed, it broke my heart while it also kind of helped it too. Yeah. Please, would you do me a favor? Would you please listen to the, yeah. either the, 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 I'll buy it for you. No, I, I got to totally do. read it. Okay. Tell me, tell me what it is. Okay. Again. It's called, um, what happened to you? What happened to you? And, and it's, it, it was transformative. It really, truly was in a fucking Oprah, you oh know? Oh my gosh. I love that. I mean, and, and this doctor literally helps find like serial killers wow. by interviewing the like, like brothers of, of like their sister was taken and it's a, like a three-year-old kid and he has to like interview the three-year-old kid to find out where the details of what the suspect looked like. Like this guy's this, he's, wow. yeah, he's the real deal trauma person. Amazing. Wow. Um, I, yo, oh, trauma <laughs> sisters. Let's go girl. I've, I love you. This I love is you awesome. too. I mean, this is not what we usually do in terms of the format. We're just getting into it like hardcore and I'm loving it. I'm I'm loving that you're loving it because a lot of times people who I may know and share, you know, and share something with, they're scared, man. They're scared to come and sit next to me and be vulnerable. Yeah. So vulnerable vulnerable becomes more of like a chronological discussion. When what it's really set up to do is to create a safe space to talk about your true journey. Yeah. And I respect that some of my guests aren't ready to have those kinds of discussions. Yeah. Or they don't see this platform, this 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 podcast as the way to do that. Yeah. But ideally, that's this is the kind of conversation that I yeah. truly want to have. Yeah. I mean that. No, and I I, I appreciate it because... You need that it platform, It is so hard, man. yeah. Like, 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 so you were on TikTok for a while. Yes. And some shit went down. Some shit did go down. And it was fucking weird. And, and it was it was really weird, and it's something that... Were you, um, but were you, were you sober then? Okay, so, people, give her a fucking break. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. I got sober, I don't think I, I got sober in August. Okay. Last, last day of August. Yeah. And I think that happened in June. Okay. Um, yeah, that was... Was that like near your that rock was bottom? That was stunning. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, that was very near. Like call it shit show weekend one and two. First, like the second two weeks in August. And okay. I think all of that was like, you know, I'm really sorry that happened. I'm re I, I am really sorry that happened. As somebody who understands what being traumatized is like, uh -huh. even when people don't mean it. Uh-huh, yep. I understand that that acknowledgement of that is like, I, I understand that that's how that made you feel, and I'm sorry. Uh -huh. Like, I am sorry. Sure. You take accountability. Of course. For where, where, of yeah. course. Yeah. Because I take responsibility for being in the position I'm in. I take, you know, I'm a, like, yeah. I'm not a shitty person, man. Nobody thinks that they are, but it's like, I, 
I care. Mm -hmm. I care that that affected somebody. Mm -hmm. I sat with that for so long, man, that, that, you know. But I think the question is, what can you take away from that that's useful? Because let's talk about cancel culture for a minute and, and what it does to the average person or a person who does have stuff to work on. There's two, there's definitely in the, in the spectrum of people who are canceled, there are the people who absolutely need to be called out and, and brought to justice. There's people on the other side of the spectrum that fucked up, made a mistake, and are going to learn because of those comments that people are making. That, and those are the people that deserve another chance. Yes, that's, that's exactly it. And this, this is what I, I like absolutely learned from that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I realized, and I, I like... I'm in this little bubble when I'm trying to create something. And like, I very rarely step outside of that. You know what I mean? Like I very rarely have an awareness of how that affects. So, so what I'm saying is like, I'm one of those people who speaks before they think I'm one of those people who all, uh, you know? And so I, I give zero extra consideration to what I'm creating. And 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 I didn't even realize that. By the way, of how people want you to portray yourself on social media, just, you know, right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Right. So I just, you have to think about it. That's what I mean. That's, 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 and that was, me wanting a result as opposed to me being like chill or authentic or seeing it for what it was. I wanted a like viral result for my idea of it. Mm -hmm. And I was frustrated and not willing to put it down for a minute and give it Mm -hmm. more time. Mm -hmm. It was rushed and unaware and out of touch. I can't even imagine that 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 must have been a contributing factor to you getting sober for sure. Absolutely. And 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 for that I I'm thankful. And but I am for that I think you deserve a second chance in life. Yeah, and thanks. there you go. So let's thanks. move forward, people. Thanks. Let's move forward. So now have you been working too? I no. Like, no? So you took time have you taken time off? You've been um, like I don't know if I've taken time off, but time has taken off of me. <laughs> if that makes sense. I mean, no, I've I'm definitely resonating to new representation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that has been, you know, just finding my footing there with who I really feel confident going forward with. Like once you're in your right mind, you're like, yeah. wow. Yeah, like I'm who's- actually going to think about who's in my life. Wow. And that's what sobriety has done for me too. Girl. It's made me be like, just wait a second and look, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. which is something I really didn't have previously. Dude, perspective is is crazy. How um, when you're not sober, you can't make the right decision. No, you can't make any decisions that are like out. Like you can't think about the ripple. Yeah. Like all you think about is like, I'm the wave. Yeah. Oh my God. That's really, that's true. (gasps) Yeah. That's true. You're the wave. Yeah. Not like, that's really beautiful. Yeah. I love that. (laughs) I really do. Um, so I'm really curious still about your sponsor. So how did you meet your sponsor? At a, at so a... I met her at a meeting. Okay. And I love it. I go to those midnight meetings. Oh, like, yeah. Midnight hey, meetings. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. Midnight meetings in like LA are the best. I feel like, so I started going to a midnight meeting because it kept me accountable during the nights yeah. when I, when it would be easier to go drink. But mm-hmm. if you knew you were going somewhere or, you, you know, your meeting, yeah. it was easier just not to drink. And so that kind of became my home group. Yeah. And she was in there. She just was like such a rock star. I loved it. She led one of the nights in the meetings that I was in. You're and like her. Yeah. And I was like, 
Yes, I see you. <laughs> and it's insane how much, like, how many of her stories correlate with exactly what I'm doing. I assume, which I think I'm about to spot, like, go into sponsoring. Really? Um, I assume you get back the people that you were. You know ah. what I mean? She, she's like, you don't, you don't, like, sometimes I, like, go a couple days without talking to her. She's like, um, I used to do this all the time to my sponsor, but I don't know. You just see that your same character defects like reflected right. back on you and whoever right. you're trying to help. Well, I remember, um, and this was when I was in Al-Anon because I was, I was doing Al-Anon quite a bit when I really needed AA, but they were talking about even with Al-Anon, you getting a sponsor and, and they said that, you know, look for someone that has something that you want not necessarily looks exactly like the person you want to be mm -hmm. and like all that superficial stuff. Yeah. Look for a person that's attained what it is that you want for yourself. Mm -hmm. My first sponsor was 65 years old, mm -hmm. a wonderful woman. Mm -hmm. And I picked her because, my gosh, if I could have that kind of zest for life at 65, mm -hmm. like she was full, right? And sober and Amazing, you know, and I ended up moving away from there. And yeah. so, you know, she's not my primary sponsor Logistically, anymore. But yeah. yeah. Okay. You know? Yeah, man. And so then with her, it's like, it's almost not even like checking in with her. It's like checking in with yourself, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And she's just right there to to do that. And it's it's good that you always get a same-sex sponsor. There's no like, you know... Straight, not not that not that there even is that, but just like that weird biochemical thing that happens with a man and a woman. Whatever. I I gotta say to be to be honest, like I had a really unfortunate situation when I was in Al-Anon. So so basically, like I like I said, I should have been in AA, but I was That's in Al-Anon. Still great that you're showing up there though. That's still meetings and accountability. Thank you. Yeah. Well, it was also. Before I got sober, so it was really kind of like still, I still understand. That's the what's most so weird time. is that I understand twelve steps. Mm -hmm. I know how to speak the language of yep. recovery. So weirdly enough, it's like I did, I did the work. I don't know. I honestly, no, yeah, you're in the world. <laughs> but so basically, I had a negative situation happen to me. So I, there was a gentleman who had shared about his mom, and and um, he, but he ran a bar. It was a bar in town called Happy Endings. And I went there after, you know, an acting class one time. He wasn't affiliated with that. And he was throwing shots to everybody. And then at, you know, I was hammered. And at the uh, last call, he like brought me somewhere and it was not positive. You know what I'm saying? And so unfortunately, I feel like there are predators in recovery and I, I I think that's why that that rule exists. Absolutely. Is so that the fraternization, it can happen very easily. And when you think about the fact that everyone in that room is, is it should be focused on something, I feel like that can be a distraction. Oh my, I, I can't even be as open in, in co-ed meetings as, as just with women. I, I don't know, like, and that's just a whole slew of factors, but it, yeah, the first time I went to AA, I came home with a guy I was about to shoot meth up with. Oh my God. And then, <laughs> then my roommate knocked and I was like, right, I'm this person, not that, get out. <laughs> so like, yeah, yeah, there's terrible. And I think the practice of like, I'm not even going to speak truth. Well, how you turn in your chip and like somebody, yeah. some bars will give you a free drink. Oh, fuck. What? Yeah. What fucking bar does that? These are just some bars that do that. Like, oh, that's just, disgusting. And it's absolutely heinous. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's um, some bullshit. But that's that's really scary. That's something that could really push people away from the program. And it's it's like the predators in AA are just the 
like yeah. worst type of people. Like, yeah. why? You're coming to basically a triage hospital well, <laughs> and yeah. being like, you know. So were you saying that you're involved with a recovery program? Or no, that's your program? That's my... my um, uh, the program that you're working, you're yeah. saying? Or you were not separately in part of a... Like, because Jody Sweeten is like... Um, this wonderful gal. You should get to know her. Yeah, no, I've seen her. She's lovely. Dude, if you don't know her, you guys would you just love her. She's just the best. She seems like a real... And she like, runs recovery programs now. Oh my gosh, that's yeah. what I want to start to do. She, she's dope. No, yeah. I need you guys to like, no. I'm down. Because you know why? I think mentorship is where we were failed by Hollywood. I don't think anybody, especially... I mean, from some of the things I've heard about Nickelodeon, like, it doesn't seem like mentorship was a big thing. <laughs> like... So we're like, here, go to the Kids' Choice Awards. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to put this slime on your face. Yep. <laughs> You're going to like it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I never really ever understood the concept of the slime because it felt extremely demoralizing. <laughs> like, yeah, fun, cool, sticky, gooey, but like but demoralizing. Like, like, aren't you old enough to feel like that was not a positive experience? Right, yeah, you are. <laughs> I don't actually, I mean, I think I got slimed like a couple times and I was so happy to be included. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I had that whole like, you you want to you wanna put poop on my face? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Fuck. The crazy, and they would try to do that stuff to me on Disney. They would try... And even Stevens, they would try to be like, hey, so like, we want to start this like shot focused on your butt. And then we're going to like zoom out. And I was like, no, you're not. Oh, I was like, absolutely not. And I was old enough to like, like know that that was, well, you know what it was? I was insecure enough to where I was like, I, I was like, no, 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 don't go anywhere near there. You know what I mean? Wow. Like, so, but, but I still advocated for myself yeah, out huge. of my type a A-ness, you know, like, so. Yeah, that's I don't know. Fantastic, I guess, but have it you, wasn't in advocacy's name. It was just because I was scared. Found on a lot of your sets, like that's like you're able to do that. Like you just set a standard for. for so, the getting into the topic of advocacy for children actors, it's um, definitely part of the one of the one of the pillars of me doing this podcast and talking to you know former child actors and yeah. whatever and learning about our journeys and and how we've been so disconnected by the experience, but we've all had a very similar experience. And um, some of the things that come from that, though, I find it really interesting when you're like, look, this was my safe space. You know, I look at somebody like Shia LaBeouf and he's like, okay, I don't know him. I really haven't known him for many, many years. But people assume I do one. But two, I could tell that being on set was a safer space for him than Mm -hmm. maybe at home. Right. So that's the story that we hear several times. Yeah. Um, that, you know, sometimes set is the after school program yeah. that saves the kid or feeds the kid or yeah. makes sure that they're taken care of. And, and just gives them like, atten- like even just that attention, that like yeah. pure attention for being, I don't know, like a kid, you get that on set. A lot of like mamas and papas, the hair. You get like that, adopted. Yeah. yeah like, yeah. So, okay. So that's in the case of a child who doesn't have a good home. Right. right? Um, and then there are some kids who have the parents that are like really overprotective, but they're also very controlling and they're, you know, taking their money exactly. and, yep. and that's a whole nother level of like fear. And so what, what, what continues to come to me is just this concept of advocacy and the concept of getting a diagnosis or, or being aware of what your diagnosis would have been, mm-hmm. not glamorizing the lifestyle of chaos and Hollywood and drugs and rock and roll. And I think that now more than ever, mental health has been destigmatized, or the 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 struggle of mental health has been destigmatized. Mm-hmm. 
So we're able to come to these tables and have these discussions. Absolutely. So that like a little Lindsay doesn't have to go through what Lindsay, you know, yeah. I don't know if you've done any like of that work yet. Oh, but oh. Have yeah, you been doing some, sh- yeah. have you? <laughs> she just upset. Okay, so when I really like Tell start me about to your, dissociate, like, child. when I really start to dissociate, there starts to become very starkly the little girl and the aggressor, right? Okay. So, but I've like started to listen to her, and she's like very sad in those times. Instead of taking this role, you start to take that role. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because like you're beating yourself up either way. So sometimes, like just listening to that little girl, she is so, you know, like raw up in there, you know? Like yeah. she's just like, I feel like she's constantly exposed now that I've gotten this diagnosis and a little bit of like, you know. Well, and they say too, when you start recovery, sometimes it's like, like you're the age of when you started using or yeah. when you started being affected. Yeah. So it's like you have to like. So I kind of feel like I'm five years old inside a lot of time. Like I, feel I have a lot of like, ooh, like getting like really excited during the day. I make a lot of noises. I do a lot of voices. Like, talking to myself constantly like yeah I, I I don't know like part of that is just I feel like a little kid always mm-hmm. like I feel like I will always feel like that but, but fuck it's also it. if you need, great if you need to talk and rediscover yourself yeah. and, and and you need to voice that child let me tell you something I'm doing that inner child work too right now and it is really hard to locate that little girl's voice for me yeah she's quiet I can't even like locate her but I'm working and yeah. that inner child work I think all of us all of us, like, you know, who weren't yeah. even actors and stuff. Like, I think all of us really do need to check in with our inner child and yeah. get to know that person. That's the thing also with my sponsor. Mm-hmm. It's like a safe space to do that. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. You just, like, yeah, you just get to kind of talk it out in this really, um, I don't know. It's safe just for space. You. It's just for you. Yeah. It's not for, like, social media. It's not for anything. It's just for you. Like, you get to check in right there with you and... Um, safe. So, okay. So and you get to talk to that like inner child because that's where you start to work on that stuff too. It's like, wh- when did that start? Why does that hurt? Well, I remember when I did this when I was four, like, and that's what's kept going on. So then you look at that and you're like, oh man, that four-year-old's the one who's hurt every time I react like that. And that's what becomes easier to move past it. I've seen people put pictures of themselves on TikTok and they'll put pictures on their mirrors and they'll say, Every time I want to talk badly to myself, like in the mirror, I look at that picture and I realize that I'm talking to her. Yeah. And it's like, I'm, I'm thinking about doing that. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, 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 I have one on my phone that I just oh, like good. constantly kind of like look at. And I have like this picture of me and my mom on my phone. And just reminds me of like simpler times, you know, like, like I look at these little kids that I coach now and it's like, I see all this hope. And I, I'm like, that was us. Like, we cared that much. There was that much, like, wonder and everything for us. And, yeah. like, it makes me sad in a way, but it also makes me, like, nostalgic for that little kid and myself and to honestly, like, bring that forth with them. Like, because I am such a little kid with them. It's dumb. That's so good <laughs> for them. That is. That's so amazing. Yeah. We have to talk into how that all happened for you. Yeah. So so now Alyssa Kay, you're doing these? Alyssa Kay Studios. Okay. That is who I'm work with now. She's my absolute best friend. Oh, good. Um, she has been a huge sober companion for me. Amazing. And unbelievable. Like, Amazing. she's probably my first friend ever, I say. And Aww. so she has opened this class because she's fantastic. Mm-hmm. And she's built this really lovely thing. And now I get to be a part of it. Amazing. You know? And yeah. they're lucky to have you, man. Like, 
it's amazing that they can have you as their their sort of spirit guide, their mentor. I know, and I find that I'm talking to them about so much more than just um, acting. Mm-hmm. Like all of it is just like, and you'll find this road in your life and yada, yada, yada. And yeah. Yeah. Super important. So I get to be a kid with these kids. I never actually thought that I could be as uh, fulfilled uh, behind the camera as I was in front. Turns out that ego is willing to lay down when I see these uh, (laughs) other kids. Like my whole focus, I actually truly feel like that's the higher power space that I always feel. It's because like it's not coming from me, man. It's coming totally through me. And um, they, God, they just inspire me. And then like- So are you a good teacher? (laughs) I'm a committed teacher. I'm a passionate teacher. I don't I know if it's good, good but I just <laughs> I think you're a good teacher. I want to give them everything. I'm like, you deserve everything. Yeah. All of your little confidence and potential. Like, gosh. Yeah. 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 You want to advocate. Yeah. You want to advocate for them. Yeah. It's everything that I didn't have. Like a good little, like, you know, like somebody who cared. Like my teacher when I went when I mentor when I went to him, he was 50 years old. Like I loved him, but he wasn't like a you know, he was out of, he was, yeah, he was, his, his technique was beautiful, but it was more like an authority, whatever, uh-huh. you know, and we just get there to vibe fear. with these kids. It was yeah. fear-based when bit. we were yeah. growing up. Mm-hmm. So doing it right, doing it wrong. It's not like Showing that. up, being yeah. a professional. Yeah. Don't make waves. Yeah. Do do what you're asked to do yeah. quickly. Yeah. Don't ask questions. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, that's not the way you're going to teach your kids. Mm-mm. Nope. Nope. Um. Yeah. I mean... I call them out when they need to like shape up. Like it's all about boundary discipline. I mean, just showing them like I'm paying attention to you. Mm -hmm. That's it. Whether you need a little bit of, you know, this kind of talk or this kind of talk, it's being real with them and just showing them that, you know, like you're not going to get a pass on everything you do. It's just, it's the coolest experience for me as somebody who like is at the age where I, you know, I could have kids. It's just, it's yeah. I don't know. It's I did really cool. this like weird acting class thing, which I would not suggest you get involved with. They 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 pretty much like exploit people or they go to like malls and like they'll be like, yeah. And I think we've all been like approached by them yes. or we've done like a weekend or two. And I was kind of thick into this one particular one that was like a spinoff and like it was really kind of an ugly color. And it was before I had kids up until I was pregnant. And... I struggled with, you know, how I was going to make a living. And like, you know, even up till I was pregnant, I was in a really kind of like, and like I said, like when I got pregnant is when I stopped drinking and everything. So I was going to therapy and I was still struggling with this idea of identity and how to provide for my family. And my husband and I really healed so much from our therapy and the birth of my first child. Mm. But there's something so healing in 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 these children that I can really relate to you on. They look at you with the most <laughs> pure love, and I can't imagine if it was yours. I was like, I could never have a kid. Like, I think I would. But these are your kids. They are. That's and okay. Just, like, I don't know. Just like talking to myself. Yeah. Talking to myself, you know, and showing them this like compassion, but also this possibility. Mm. And not that I do all of that, but I'm just saying like, geez, <laughs> even to be a part of that and it is so innocent, it is so pure and it's definitely healing my innocence too. Mm-hmm. Like my gosh, I want to do nothing with them, but tickle them and run around and mm-hmm, like be mm-hmm. silly. Even the teens, I'm like, 
be silly. Yeah, because they're Come so obsessed on. with their phones. Yeah. Yeah. Run around, jump, do it. Like yeah. scream into a pillow. That's my favorite favorite <laughs> technique to make them do. Uh, do your entire paragraph uh, jumping jacks in a circle. Yeah. Like yeah. sing it. Do it in a British accent. Be fun. Be, have fun because when they have fun, we have fun. Yeah. And what I feel really good about is like I don't even feel like I'm just I'm not making actors like these these whatever but this is like a life class that I feel like they come to and I think like that's the best of our business when it when it can be that right like yeah. we're not just teaching technique and crap right. we're teaching intimacy connection vulnerability uh emotional awareness you mm-hmm, know what I mean mm-hmm, and um also giving you a voice courage all of it people have to be careful though with who they're, they're bringing their kids into these classes because there are people who are not as uh, capable as you and 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 qualified as you. It's horrible. Like what happens to like um yeah, yeah you just got to be really careful. I got so lucky with my mentor, but some of these people really just want to talk you down and into a corner. Yeah. Sometimes that's just kind not of the helpful. feedback I've got and it, and it kills it kills their true love of the art yeah. form and the craft and stuff when it's... They act like there's an upper hand to be had. Mm-hmm. Like they're an authority dishing out this like like stuff that they made right in the back kitchen, homemade. Right. Like here's here's everything about acting. It's like, no, man, acting is done from, from this plane, always with each other, you know? Mm-hmm. There's no like levels and this and that and other. I just, I really don't agree with how a lot of schools are. Me too. At all. Me too. So you really, really got to watch out for that, right? Yeah. Like, and then... So then you're doing this, it's here. Yes. Are you doing anything like online? Would you ever? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's all, it's Zoom based actually. Oh, yeah. so people can actually find the studio, yep. the Alyssa K Studios. Alyssa K and Studios. And request yep. your class. Absolutely. Oh, that's so cool. Are yeah. you doing like solos too then? Yeah, I do oh, privates that's... and, it, you know, obviously if you're in the area, we we can meet up and that kind of a thing. But uh, yeah, it is catered to kids like all over the country. So classes via Zoom. And yeah, it's like the most rewarding thing I've ever done. <laughs> That's so cool, man. I'm yeah. really, really happy for you. Thanks. Because you just never know, like, when your higher power is speaking to you, what can happen. Because I never would have thought that I would have, uh, I'm sorry, a neon sign <laughs> with this podcast that I'm now like, you know, I'm a, I have a husband who loves me and is committed to being, you know, the father to my kids and like, I respect him and you know, I'm, I am six years sober, maybe even more like at this point, it's like, I've lost count, but it's there and it's truthful and it's authentic (laughs) and it's happening every day. And like, it's not easy. There really truly are days that are harder. And that's why I think that's why I wish that I I had a program. It's, it's not a perfect thing, but I have not relapsed. Yeah. And so- (laughs) <laughs> that sounds like quite a life, yo. I don't know, man. It's yeah. it's it's uh it's living a quality life even if it's not, you know, some glamorous life. It is glamorous to me. You know, like you you touching these kids' lives, that is glamorous. glamorous to me. Like it's never it's my sponsor told me that too. She goes, you think that the work of your life is going to be this grand thing that everybody sees. And like, that's what you want it to be. She's like the like work the of- highlight reel? Yeah. She's like, the work of my life was caring for my husband before he passed away of cancer. Yeah. She's like, that, that's what I realized it was right in the walls of my own home. And like, that was my life's work. And I think we like glamorize these moments of grandeur. Yes, they're amazing, but we don't 
we don't put in the work in the, in the connective tissue to, to reach those moments. We just want our entire lives to be like, you know what I mean? All of those like big moments. And it's like, you got to do connective tissue work in between and build that stuff. Mm. You know, sex, drugs, and rock and roll. That's, that's, that's not a lifestyle, dude. That, that, that's like <laughs> a medical condition waiting to happen. Like, what are you talking about? Sex, drugs, and you don't even care the next night. Cause it's not, it's, it's not just real. not what it was. It's, it's not, not real, real and it's not a sustainable lifestyle. It's no. not anything. We were sold that somehow. I don't somehow. know how. And somehow it was like, you know, you're something less if you don't, if you, if you, if you can't keep up with it. And, and the life you were given as opposed to the life I'm making with my hands is somehow more desirable than like me taking these decisions into my own hands, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Somehow being out of control. Yeah continues to be sexy. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. and just that it's constant really question of like, do you act anymore? And da, da, da. It's like, yes. And that timing for, I think I will always be that at heart. If that ever translates into being on screen again or not, like obviously that's something that but I hope so for and I'm there. you're so talented, Lindsay. I know, but so are a lot of people. I know, that's true. And, you know, like, do you, if, do you, if I can find that much joy in something behind the camera, I know that like it's it's not just all there in front of it I for get me. It. You I know? get it. It's it's not the most important thing. Yeah. You have to exist yeah. outside of your IMDb page. Yes. And I just never did that. <laughs> I, I never did that. You worked so much. I worked so hard and I just was I like, no, I'm so not happy. I get it. Oh my God, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> Dude, like, you. and the weird thing is, is like when I met you, like, I guess you were, you know, you weren't. No. In that sobriety mode. But I didn't know. Oh. And I loved you from then. I love you then. And I could only love you more now. But that level of connectiveness, I, I've always had with you. I just yeah. want you to know that. Like, I've, I'm, I'm still connected to you now. I'm still your friend. Even though, like, I don't live close to you. Yeah. We didn't get to hang out in our 20s. I think that might have been a good thing. I think so, too, girl. <laughs> I really do. No, I look up to you so much. You are a badass. Somebody oh, that no. is definitely still, like, still, like, a role model for me. Like, yeah. yeah. No, like, you... And and even today, like, now in your personal life, it's just... it's it, You're such good vibes and energy. Oh, and, like, you. I feel this thing that you're building and, like, all this creativity... And you're finding different ways to flow it out, man. Like but I look at you're a part of that. It, you really truly are. No, I mean to say that like your um stories and like your like journey, that will continue to be a part of mine. Yeah. And like I'm always gonna welcome you to come to the table because I have bigger plans to like try to try to grow awareness into things. Yeah. Nothing that's gonna like get anyone in trouble. Yeah. But it's 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 not like I'm trying to be a whistleblower. Yeah. You know, like a lot of this stuff has happened. I guess with like Dan Schneider and I, I know, I know it's, it's one of those things where it's like, people are really scared. Matt Schneider's bakery. <laughs> what is that? Schneider's bakery was the thing he'd put it all at the end of his production company. Oh really? But Schneider's bakery. <laughs> oh really? Did you wait? Was Dan a part of your no. Okay. No, 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 no. I didn't think he was. No. He was like after. Yeah. Okay, got it. So yeah. who was your producers then? Um, Scott Fellows. Oh, okay. Lovely, okay. amazing, okay. perfect person. Oh, really? Yeah. Is he really? Yes. Not canceled? No. Okay, got no. it. No. Very different. No, he's still, no. He's, okay, so yeah. your experience with Nickelodeon was good. Fantastic. Really? One of the best in my life. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Okay. But it, it, not for you. Oh, no, Disney was fine. Yeah. Disney was very corporate and our producers, and also my mom was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in a good way she advocated yes. for you yes. Like, yeah. yes no I mean she just scared the shit out of everybody she was so controlling lucky yeah no offense my mom took the other tact of just being <laughs> asleep like, no, in I'm my cool. dressing room all the time <laughs> <laughs> love they can love her she made the scrapbook at the end okay but um nice. love love that it's but so she funny was kind people's of different yeah she was, she was like Bleh. she's like they got you 
That's so funny. So what about um, like Devin and stuff? Are you guys still in touch and everything? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know. Has he been like with you in this sobriety journey? He has. He has. Really? Uh, I definitely hit him up a couple times when I wasn't sober. Um, and dude, he is the most <laughs> You were trying loving. to hook up with him? Yeah. Well. <laughs> whatever. Um, Devin. That's for TikTok, right there. I definitely wanted his attention. First of all, I've always stand you and Devin together. <laughs> Devin is Devin is uh, perpetually single, as are you. I feel like Devin's gonna get a restraining order oh, on me that, if, if I mention so this lucky. one more time. In it. oh please, he should be so lucky. Right? Come on, come on. Um, no, I just so anyway. So he he got to see that, and he was so lovely. He's like. I just, he's like, I'm so, I, I go, I'm so, so sorry. He's like, I just don't want you to do that to yourself anymore. And I'm like, no. Um, That's like family, dude. I know. He looked, looked at me, babe, when we reconnected, because I left for Arizona, we were, we were estranged even before that. But like, we, we got back together. Dude, he said one thing to me and I was like. What do you like, mean you got back together? No, 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 no. As in like, just. I want the tea, no, Lindsay. No, we didn't get back together. We just <laughs> met cool. up again. Like I hadn't seen yeah, him in like yeah. 10 years. Oh, wow. You know what I mean? Okay. And I see him again and he just says this one thing to me and I mean I'm just like whoo, drenched in tears like it was like nothing changed it's like this this sort of like connection you, yeah you look and you're you're like home was like Devin your first love though yeah oh wow that's yeah. so sweet yeah he yeah. I just looked up to him from the second I met him like he mm -hmm. just I don't know I he just, was like I was obsessed with him main character I energy know, main, that main character energy yeah. and like you know when you're on set you you always just pine over that I don't know I've, I've had a chronic thing with co-stars yeah um, that may not be the best thing I agree <laughs> I agree you're both in this fantasy world I'm of like you. I look like this every day I'm telling you yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That's so amazing. So, yeah, but I mean, just being back in touch with him, what a good soul, man. Like, but like, I've met him and like to see you guys together in a in like a healthy place. Yeah. How cool would that energy be? So cool. Yeah. I would like love that. Yeah. yeah. I want to see you guys do a rewatch podcast. Yeah, let's do a rewatch podcast. I'm in. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, there you go. She's in to do a rewatch podcast with... Uh, with our friend Devin. We're yeah. And do you think we could get our third person too, maybe? Daniel Curtis Lee. Yeah. Psh, yeah. Done. Oh, he's always in, man. He's a jet set man, but like he's always in. Yeah. Okay, I would cool. adore that. That would be cool. Yeah. And so, and some of it would be really healing, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Good. You know what is weird? I haven't been able to watch it. Oh, no, 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 not in a bad way. Yeah, not yeah, in a bad yeah, way. Okay, okay. Not in a bad way at all. Well, it's on Netflix. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, Man, there's so many memories. Like, I would love yeah. to watch it with with them. Dude, we gotta, you know? we got, you gotta do this. Yes, it's gonna happen. I'm so in. We're manifesting okay, this for you. Good. So that's what's coming up. Good. And then, other than that, we've got Alyssa K. Yeah. And I hope that you guys have enjoyed our our journey here. It's nothing but love for Lindsay Shaw. Like she she's been through a lot, and you're still here, and you're and you're advocating for people, and your heart is in the right place. And so I support your journey and. I just always will. Thank you so much for having me and on. If you're ever for fucking confused, up, yeah, always. Uh, well, I'm, I'm always hitting no, no, you up because like, no, you're no, a star. No, I, I don't, but I just, <laughs> <laughs> I just like, I just really appreciate being included with you, and I'm glad that we feel the same way because, like, I, I feel that in spades for you. Good. Yeah. Well, let's let's keep it that way. Cool. <laughs> we just created our own little handshake. Too. There you go. The and that's very handshake. EMDR friendly, right? That, that was. That's like nice. That's on tabs. The that's our new handshake. Oh, <laughs> I love that. <laughs>
we morph into one. Like, yeah, like so the vulnerable Lindsay Carlson Romano. <laughs> I love that. Oh You're coming gosh. home with me. You didn't realize you, that. I love it. You have put such a smile on my face. Oh, good. I'm so glad. <laughs> Vulnerable is hosted by me, Christy Carlson Romano, produced by Elizabeth Joy Windham and executive produced by Brendan Rooney. Our sound engineer and editor is Elizabeth Joy Windham, and our video editor is Eduardo Gamba. Follow Vulnerable wherever you listen to podcasts so you can join me every week for a vulnerable conversation. And be sure to follow Vulnerable on Instagram and TikTok at The Vulnerable Podcast. And make sure to tune in to my YouTube to watch the video version. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in business into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.